Hey guys, welcome to Learn Feng Shui, where you'll learn feng shui from a classical point of view, taking out the myth and superstition. If you like weekly tips as well as fun folklore tales, you'll enjoy learning feng shui with me. Hey guys, let's take a little bit further look into the topic of date selection. So I've mentioned before that one of the best things you can do is to include date and time selection when you are applying feng shui. So this actually goes for if you're adjusting your bed, if you're doing feng shui wealth activations, or doing major things like construction and, you know, digging and stuff like that. These all require special dates. That way you don't trigger a bad energy. When you use date selection, it actually triggers a really auspicious energy and it could be really good and lucky for your home. It can actually also do things like activate a wealth opportunities. So what is some of the basics when we're looking at date selection? So date selection is based on some of these shifting energies that we experience. These can shift through every year. They can shift every month. They even shift every day and every couple of hours. So looking at what is called the 60 animal signs, we're actually able to, to look at and calculate through this Chinese metaphysics calendar system and predict where these energies are going to fall. And this is what we look at when we look at what are called the breakers. So it's going to be the year breaker, the day breaker, and the month breaker. So looking at the book called The Art of Date Selection, Personal Date Selection by Joey Yap, I want to read a little excerpt. We're going to start with something called the year breakers. So in every year, there is a governing grand duke. It is the controlling or governing energy force of the year. So it's, it is in relation to a star and sometimes it is called the Grand Duke Jupiter, although it is not actually in relation to the planet Jupiter. It's not where the planet Jupiter is rather than a star. And so when we look at the stars and the astrological bodies that are governing, we don't want to oppose them. So for this year, we call that Grand Duke or we call the governing energy, the tiger. We call it the water tiger because that's what energy that we're coming up with for the year of 2022. So when we look at what is called the year breakers, we want to avoid the days that oppose this tiger energy. So if we know our Chinese zodiac, we know that the animal sign of monkey actually opposes the tiger. So we know anyone that has a monkey in their natal chart will have what is called a clash this year. So it's literally the clash animal for the entire year. So you do not want to practice feng shui or do major renovations on monkey days. So automatically this year, monkey days out. So it's the animal sign that clashes the Tai Soy or Grand Duke. The year breaker day is the day that goes against the energies of the year. And it's the first kind of generally bad day we want to avoid. It is generally not beneficial to engage in important activities on a year breaker day because it indicates you're commencing your activity or venture to oppose the year. So in addition to that year breaker day that we're just kind of as a general rule, we don't really use for the year. There is now narrowing it down each month, something called a month breaker. And it is the day where the energies of the 
day are in conflict with or in opposition with the energies of the month. The month breaker has an amplified effect and is therefore considered to be more dangerous to use than a year breaker day. And when asked why here in the book, it states that the answer is proximity. The month chi is closer to the day than the year is closer to the day. So just kind of breaking that down, you know, if you think of the energy over a year, you know, one of those days in, in effect, maybe might not have so much of an impact. But when you're looking at a month, you know, one day within the month can have a bigger impact. And just to kind of elaborate a little bit more, he does use the analogy of the governor of a state versus a prime minister or the president of a country. I said a person would be more fearful of a governor of a state because the governor could take immediate action with them compared to the prime minister of the country who is far away, you know, at their own in their own place. Right. So it's just a little bit less proximity to the year than it is to use that month breaker day. So again, this is the day that clashes or is in opposition to the month. So here in April, we are in a dragon month. So this month, the daybreaker days fall on the dog day. Narrowing it down even further to get the best date selection we can use, we can look at each day now. So the daybreaker is a term used for the hour that clashes with the day. So during this particular hour, the chi is lost and it is most inauspicious, even if it is a good day. So it says here that as a general rule of date selection, we do not like to use the hour that clashes with the day. This may end up negating any positive energy, especially if it was an auspicious day. Finding the daybreaker may seem a little bit overwhelming or may, you know, you're like, man, this is a lot of information to carry. But as a general rule of thumb, any software, any Tongshu or online will tell you that, uh, you know, that certain hour is the daybreaker, monthbreaker or yearbreaker. Um, especially I use one called Chinese Metasoft and it's, they have a free version. So honestly, every day you could go look. And, um, as a general rule of thumb, remember the hours, uh, they, they pretty much go in a clock form. They're pretty static, even though, um, some of the information will be different on them, but each day, the hours from 11 PM to 1 AM govern the, is governed by the rat. The ox governs the hours from one to three. The tiger governs the hours from three to five. Five to seven is governed by the rabbit. Seven to nine is governed by the dragon. Nine to 11 is governed by the snake. 11 to 1 p.m. is governed by the horse. 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. is governed by the goat. Three to five, the monkey. Five to seven, the rooster. Seven to nine is the dog. And nine to 11 is the pig. And it's like that every day until the end of eternity. And kind of as a general rule of thumb, looking at your own personal days that clash during the year is really helpful. So looking at days um, that clash the year you were born is particularly helpful. So we don't like to clash the year that you're born. 
or the animal sign of the day you're born. Those are two that we generally like to not clash. There are exceptions to the rule sometimes when we use the clashing or the personal breakers because sometimes we're trying to get a certain result. So sometimes you will be instructed to do certain activations on a day that clashes you because we want to see a change. So I will say don't um, think too much about the personal breakers because to me, some of that, um, you know, you can't go through life looking at every tiny detail of every little thing you do. So also some really the activities you want to avoid on these days are some of the most important activities you'll take on like for that time. So say if you're signing a really important contract, you know, you want to use a good day. If you're getting married, you want to use a really good day. Um, if you're installing, you know, new equipment to your home, that's a big trigger of energy to your home. You're going to want to trigger good energies, especially if you're doing a renovations and all that. There's a lot of factors taken to consideration with using date selection for renovations. Um, so big things like that, that are going to be big triggers of energy or really big decisions. These are just as a general rule of thumb, you can kind of avoid some of these days. And also just as a reminder, I do actually include date selection on my energy updates each month. So those monthly energy updates at the very end of the blog, um, that's all the information that I talk about on the monthly energy update episode, but at the end you get the bonus of date selection. So I kind of take out the guesswork for you. And for the month of May, I did start including the animal signs and um, whether they combine or clash. So a look for that blog post. It's just at the website at learnfengshui.com and I'll link the uh, blog post below. And keeping with the theme of date selection, there is certain days you don't want to use that contain a certain animal sign for specific activities. So this is just kind of a general way to use date selection, but let's take a look at which animal signs support which activities. So starting with the rat, on rat days, it's always said that you should avoid doing metaphysics or forecasting. It's said because it's the most yin position that it is almost like you're, you're void of energy. And the same goes with the pig. It said that especially when you're looking at a water pig day, you're not supposed to do feng shui activations. So particularly though for rat days, you want to avoid like if you read tarot cards or do um, divination, it's not a great day to do divination and readings. So avoid rat days when you do readings. For days that contain the ox, it said that you want to avoid starting new job positions or avoid getting a promotion this day. It is said that if you start a new position or start a new job on an ox day, that you may become a workaholic. It said that on tiger days, you're supposed to avoid praying and avoid manifesting. So I'm not really sure if that's super true because um, this whole water tiger year, it's one of, it's one of the spiritual pillars. And so it's said that you're actually supposed to, uh, manifest and pray and everything on water tiger days. So I don't think that applies to every um, tiger day, but you know, something to think about. I'm not really sure where that, uh, that is, that comes from. 
on rabbit days, you are supposed to avoid renovations and you're supposed to avoid fixing, especially plumbing or anything water related. And that I'm really not exactly sure why either, but this is just information that I've I've heard that I'm relaying. Um, I will say that I have avoided fixing any plumbing issues I have on rabbit days. That's one thing that sticks with me. I'm just not willing to chance it. On dragon days, you're supposed to avoid sadness and you're supposed to avoid crying. One of the things with the dragon days is it's supposed to cause like further sad events or, you know, strong emotions if you have an argument on that day or if you feel depressed or sad on that day. It's supposed to create more of that sadness. It said if you travel on a snake day that you may have items go missing or you may run into a lot of unnecessary hassles. So it said it's best to avoid traveling on a snake day. Worst days, you're supposed to avoid visiting people. So uh, it says the person will have a lot of issues or will get into unnecessary arguments with the person visiting. So avoid paying visits to people on horse days. On goat days, you're supposed to avoid starting a Chinese medicine routine. So if you've been to somebody that prescribes you herbs, you're supposed to avoid starting your medicine routine on a goat day. It's said that the goat day will actually cause extra toxicity to the herbs. And this one, I, I think it's very important. On a monkey day, you are supposed to avoid bed activations and even changing your bed sheets. So it's supposed to either cause health issues or arguments in your relationship. So avoid bed positioning and moving your bed and just even changing those bed sheets out on monkey days. On rooster days, you're supposed to avoid having celebrations like weddings and, you know, parties and stuff like that because it said that people will get too drunk too fast. Rooster days are supposed to not be great for partying. Um, I think the theory behind this is really the representation or the symbol for rooster. It actually represents like wine and... Um, you know, even within like somebody's like gua number or number seven, or if you have a West facing home, it could represent maybe you're more social or have more parties. Um, also, I always uh, think back to when I advise my husband's friend who owns liquor stores here in town um, to buy West facing properties. And he has, and he's actually expanded, um, opening a third West facing liquor store. So just something to think about there. So on dog days, this only applies, I think, to countries um, that still have dog as a delicacy on their menu. So it said that you're supposed to avoid eating dog meat because it's really bad karma and it's just it's supposed to be bad on dog days. So um, I don't think we really have much to consider here, but uh, and, you know, I'm not sure most countries probably still have this as a as a you know dish to eat but if you do avoid avoid eating it on a dog day so just as a general rule of thumb also i kind of talked about marriage and how big of a you know 
energy that is to step into. It's a really big decision. And so you want to avoid scheduling your wedding on a pig day. So it says to avoid marriage and wedding related activities because it just causes a lot of unnecessary issues. And I don't know if that's with a relationship or if that is with the, um, just generally the kind of energy, you know, that is, you're just going to have a lot of issues that day, um, with, you know, planning and the ceremony and everything. So I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, but avoid pig days when you get married. And this information I actually got from a live webinar from a gentleman named Dawson Wong. He is a, with the Joey App Consulting Group, and he just had like a live webinar on Facebook one day, I think during the pandemic, maybe it's, it's been quite a while. <laughs> so um, I don't know if it's possible to find that exact video, but I will link to his Facebook profile and I'll see if he has anything on YouTube. Don't forget, if you do leave a review, which I really need in whichever platform you listen on, it really helps the show, you know, kind of uh, get b bumped up in the ratings a little bit. Um, if you have left a review, you are entered into a drawing to get a free Botsa reading, which is the Chinese um, astrology reading. So if you do that, you do have to message me and I'll put instructions below in the uh, show description. But holla at me. For a free energy mapping of your floor plan, please check the link in the show notes. To support today's podcast, go to learnfengshui.com, sign up for emails, leave a review, and share with your family and friends.